Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, this is Coach Stacy with Athletes Mindset Academy, and welcome to our episode about um, believing new things one step at a time. I'm here with Coach Allie, Coach Amy, Coach Ryan, and this month we're talking all about how to believe new things. And one of the hardest parts is the actual believing new things. So the last couple of weeks we've talked about brainstorming a new thing that you would want to believe so that you can achieve something new. And then we talked about how to actually start getting comfortable with that thought and understanding it and understanding why it will help you achieve the things that you're doing. So then now comes the hard part or the easy part, which is actually learning to believe the new thought. And so that's what we're gonna be talking about today. I found that sometimes when I have like a competing thought, like. I'll kind of be believing two things at the same time. I'll be believing a negative thought and believing a positive thought at the same time. And then when I just figure out like the negative and see how it's affecting me, I'm able just to move over right away to believe the new thought. Do you guys ever have that experience where you're able just to immediately like step into a new thought? Just one day enough is enough. You you're done with the old and you're in with the new. Mm, I like to believe I can do that. <laughs> But I, right. can, I can definitely tell that when I typically try to just jump to yeah. a happier thought yeah. and I, and I can feel that that is just not what I really want to be believing right then. Yeah. I have a tendency to sabotage myself. Yes, totally. That makes sense to you guys, but that is something that I kind of like to say, Hey, it's like doing a long jump from like California to New York. Yeah. Brain. Here we go. Yeah. But I want to believe I can do a long jump, but like Stacey, I, I, for me, it's very rare that I can just shift from a, yeah, this is enough. I'm done with this thought. I yeah. definitely tend to do the baby steps to get to those new thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? One of the things that I think you're I just kind of <laughs> go ahead, yeah. Ryan. Um, so your mind, your mind does react faster than anybody thinks it does. So when you have a thought, you have probably less than three seconds to either second guess yourself um, or act on it. It's kind of like pulling your emer emergency e-brake. Um, if you don't act within a fraction of seconds on a choice that you are making or a thought that you're having, then your mind will revert back to what it has already learned and already known. Mm -hmm. So you have to be quick. You have to be fast. Yeah. yeah. And you make, yeah. make the choice and go. Yeah. Yeah. Allie, you were starting to say? Oh, just that it's kind of similar to Amy. I, I think that I can make like this big jump, like, yeah. Oh, I understand that the only reason this is happening is because I believe it's impossible for me to lose weight. So yeah. obviously I should just change my mind and be like, yeah, I can lose weight. Like that's totally simple. And I'm like, Oh, I've got that. I can totally do that. So then mm. I'll find myself doing that. And then I have those competing thoughts come back yeah. to me. Like you can lose weight, but only if you do everything exactly perfectly and do these 10 other things. And it's like, I end up getting like this list of negative backlash from trying to believe this thought that I'm not ready for. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's, I totally agree for me. It only works when I'm actually 
truly believing both thoughts. And I just didn't realize I was believing the negative one and how it was affecting me. But I also already believed the positive one. So like one happened this week where um, I kept thinking that this, this result was outside of me. You know, that, that like the result that I wanted was something that would just happen or not happen. And I didn't really have the ability to like create that result, but I also believe that I can figure out anything and that I am really good at figuring out anything and that I can like keep working at it until I'll get it. And so once I realized like, wait a minute, I'm like putting this result to somebody else. I can figure out anything. I was able just to finally move to it. Now, this has been a thought I've been struggling with for like probably nine months, pretty, pretty significantly. And so the jump didn't happen immediately until I realized like, no, the other thought I actually believe too. And that one serves me. So I'm going to jump. But like you guys said, most of us, we, we can't, we don't jump. Um, and that jump doesn't happen. And so what we teach is something called a thought ladder. And so a thought ladder is it a way to second. move into it? Go ahead, Amy. I'm going to interrupt you for a second because I actually want to validate what you said initially too, though. I think sometimes we get to like a, I'm done with this, like you're saying. Yeah. Also, sometimes pain brings us to that moment too, where we're like, yeah. I can't handle this emotional pain anymore. I'm done with it. Or yeah. physical pain anymore. I'm done with believing I'm not capable of getting up and moving forward. Yes. So I just yeah. wanted to point that out. There's definitely times where I have to say, you know what, now that you're, I'm thinking both sides going, there are definitely times where I'm like, that is not working for me anymore. So I wanted yeah. to validate what you were saying too. Yeah. In general, I think what, what you were saying, the thought ladder. So go ahead. I yeah, just yeah no, it's true. And, and like we said, I think it's rare that those ones happen when they do, they're beautiful. Um, and I want to validate that they happen so that when they happen to you, our listener, you don't think, oh, no, 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 I didn't do the thought ladder. I can't believe this new thought. I can't jump into it. Like sometimes you can, you could just yeah. be like, I'm done. I, I, um, I'll share a story with you guys this month, but, um, on our social media site where I talk about, like, I just finally one day was like, I am done shaming my body. I'm just done. I'm never allowed to say that ever again. I'm never allowed to look in the mirror ever again. And actually this morning was the first time since then I looked in the mirror and I started to go down my old road and I was like, whoa, what's happening? I'm done with that. I don't do that anymore. So they're, you know, they, it's beautiful when they happen. Most of the time though, we have to work slowly towards them because our brain can't make the jump. And so that's what we want to teach you how to do. Um, and you're going to think that you should be able to get it really quickly and that it's taking too long. And that's okay. That's totally normal. Like Ali said of when she's like trying to believe both thoughts about losing weight, like it's okay that it's, that it's there. Um, but here is the process that we go through to get there. Amy, would you teach us how to do a ladder thought? Oh, of course. I love this. So <laughs> take your current thought, whatever it is, that's kind of not serving you, whatever the thought is, that's what we like to say is, is it serving you? It doesn't matter really what the thought is. If it serves you great, go with it. But if it's not getting you the feeling that you want, the emotion you want, the actions you want, the results you want, then you look at it and you go, well, what else could I do here? And like we were saying, you don't want to go from, I can't do this. Like think of a gymnast for me. It's easy for most of us on this call. It's easy for us to say, Hey, um, I can't do a flip, a flip flick on the high beam to, I can totally do a flip flick on the high beam, right? That just is a big jump. It's like the baseball stats, like three out of 10, I guess is a 
pretty average um, hitting average. And to be able to increase your stats, your average um, hitting rate or however you say it, you're not going to just all of a sudden go, this is what I'm at to, I'm going to be able to be like this immediately. So the gap in between going from A to Z requires little steps in between. So we're going to go from, this is what I like to do is, hey, I like to go from a rung on the ladder of, I don't believe I can do this. I have some doubt to uh, kind of a neutral zone of maybe it's possible to uh, I'm willing, which means I'm going to start taking some action and making some plans to I am doing something to I am just that person. So just these rungs on the ladder. That's how I like to ex explain it in my mind. Is yeah. I'm going to go one step at a time and go, you know what? I'm a human. They're a human. They can do it. Maybe I can do it too. I just get to a neutral space. And I also love to take it outside of me. Like I just said, I am somebody who doesn't believe I can do this right now, but somebody believes they can do it. I've seen yeah. somebody do this. So maybe yeah. it's possible if I'm human and they're human, maybe it's possible for me as a human to figure out how to get there too. And I just start playing with my, my mind. I'm going to throw in one piece because then I think we should throw it around with everybody yeah. what you guys do. But one of my favorite, and I know you guys know this, I've talked about this in the past too, those who are listening, um, is the phrase, and that's okay. So I love to start with whatever the phrase is, like today is a struggle. Today's a hard day. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through today. This is just too much, too much homework, too much school. I'm not competing the way I want to. And that's okay. That's one of my yeah. favorite like shifters on thoughts and beliefs is adding that little ending to sentences to thoughts. And that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So what's everybody else's favorite, like first rung on the ladder kind of thought? I like to just make it super factual. Like the more factual I can make the statement, the better. So like, I wanted to believe that spiders were not scary. <laughs> and that is a big belief for me in case you were wondering, some of you might've heard some of this story, but I literally had to like start with a spider is in bug and it's a bug with eight legs. I've killed other bugs before. Maybe I can kill this bug. Like that's like the most factual I could get it in that moment. And so the more like facts I can put in there because my brain likes facts. It likes yeah. science. It likes research. It likes all of that kind of stuff. So the more factual I can make it to start for my neutral place, the more yeah. I can like shift it into what I actually want to believe. That's mm -hmm. good. Mm, yeah, I like that. So my first run, Stacey, is like, okay, what I have to do is, is physically find something that I really have huge confidence in with myself. And I have to grab onto that. That's my first, my first run is making sure that my confidence is where it needs to be. And then it's like, okay. And sort of like what Amy taught on or is, and now I'm going to remember this or teach myself this. So my first run of my ladder always, it sounds selfish, but it's always about me hmm. um, because I need to know exactly where I am. I hmm. am perfect in every way at this moment of my life. And my next step on that ladder is going to make me better. Mm -hmm. And then the next one and the next one after that. Yeah. So the first one is always about my present mind. Yeah. So my first one is just, I notice that I'm thinking. So I take that same thought and then just, I notice that I'm thinking because 
the hardest rung to the hardest leap to make in going from an old belief to a new belief is convincing your brain that it's just a thought that it's not actually a true circumstance. It's not a factual thing, especially though, when it's something that we believed for a long time about ourselves or about our abilities, we really like cling to the idea that it's just true. And so when we're able to go, when we're able to start getting our brain to recognize it's just a thought, then I found that that one takes me the longest. Like I'll just keep saying, I notice that I'm thinking, I notice that I'm thinking. And then when I get to a point where I really do believe that it's just a thought, it's no, I no longer believe it's what's true. I believe that it's a thought. Then I felt I've noticed that I can move up the rest of the ladder fairly quickly. And that one takes me the longest time. So the next one up the ladder is, you know, generally kind of around like, so the first one is just like loosening up, loosening up the belief. The next one is, is usually around kind of, it might be possible or it's possible for other people, like just kind of, it's, in the world, it's possible for other people. Or like Ali said, like those facts, like if you're struggling with your body image, like I have a body. It's just, it's just, just the very like basic fact of it. Um, and then we kind of move into like, it might be possible for me. So what are some of the things that you guys, when you're trying to move into, like, it might be possible for you um, that you like to use? I love curiosity. I love thinking about, Hey, I wonder what it would be like if I did believe this, I wonder what it would be like. I wonder what it's like for them. And I wonder what it would be like for me. If I truly believed it was possible that someday I could be a person who stuck a flip flick on the high beam every time. No Mm. problem. Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. What about you, Allie? Um, I, I like the hopefulness part of it. Like, I hope that someday, or I believe that someday, like I like to give myself hope that it's going to be a possibility in the future. I might not be there right now, but I went from this neutral part of, you know, the spider with eight legs. And I kind of jumped the gun a little on that, but like, of, you know, I've killed a bug before. Maybe someday I could kill a spider. Like that would be my next rung. I would start with just the facts about the spider. And then I would go to like, hopefully, like there's like a sense of hope that I would be able to overcome that. Yeah. So that's Love where that. I tend to go. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> I like to be visual. And when I'm like that step two, when I say it is possible, I see someone doing it, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. If it's hitting a home mm-hmm. run, catching the bases, you know, whatever it is, swimming, gymnastics, whatever you are, I see see someone else doing it and then I reflect back on me and so okay they can do it and like you said Stacy then I see myself doing it yeah and I can visualize that in my mind to the point where I can do that oh I yeah. can do that yeah I'm building myself up yeah I love that, Ryan. I did that a lot with athletics, a little less with spiders, but with (laughs) athletics, I was a big visual person. I visualized a lot. And that's what I, a lot of times that was my hopefulness was to do it too. That's awesome. Good point. Yeah. 
And I have noticed with visualization, sometimes it's hard with visualizations when you don't yet believe that it's possible for you to do it, but you try to move into visualization of you doing it, that can be really difficult for people. And then they're like, well, visualization doesn't work. And so I think bringing it in at the right point for you when you can actually yeah. imagine yourself doing it. It doesn't help you to visualize yourself failing at it. Um, and so you've got to actually believe I could be a person who could do that. And so I think that's then the next rung up the ladder is the like, I'm becoming a person who is doing that. I'm working on being a person who does, who can do that. And like, just whatever the new belief that you want to have, um, you know, those, those kind of, I'm becoming, I'm working, um, I'm going to, I'm growing into, I'm learning all of those kinds of things. Um, what are your guys' favorites for that, for that area? When you get to the point where you are actually, like Stacy said, seeing and, and Ryan seeing that it's a possibility for you, that's usually the planning stage. So for me, yeah. when I start making plans to take action, because the massive action is next. Yeah. The planning stage is about at this stage where you actually can see that it's a possibility. You start making plans. That's where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. I'm planning on doing this. I'm going to start seeing what it would look like if I took these, these, you know, willingness to fail in these ways is kind of the way yeah. we like to say it yeah. and try these things. So I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm willing to do this. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I like to take evidence from like where I've started to where I've made it. Mm. Um, and like, okay, I went from the spider's just so easy to talk about, but I went <laughs> from like having a full meltdown to not crying to getting something to kill it with to, you know, like the, those steps of like, oh, like now that I have been able to do these few things, it's possible. Or like, I can use that as evidence to help myself get to that next, that next rung. So once again, the whole science and facts thing, yeah, big for me, yeah. but gathering evidence at that point usually feels really good. Cause sometimes you're like, Oh, well, I still can't kill the spider or I still can't do my flick flick on beam. But now you can gather all this evidence of things that you are doing now yeah. that your beliefs are changing. So where it could be, if you get to that full belief. Yeah. Wow. I, I like the becoming part. And as you're doing it, being able to um, internalize and realize that you might not become exactly perfect at it. Mm. And it may take some little bit of practice, may take a little mm -hmm. bit of courage, mm -hmm. but being back to that, and it's okay. Yeah. And as you, as you take that step three of, yeah, it is possible for me may be possible for me now. It may be possible for me in a week, but being okay with the practice along the way yeah. and getting to that point. Yeah. So not to get discouraged yeah. along the way. Yeah. That yeah phrase, go ahead, Amy. I think the phrase, and it's okay, what I was saying at the beginning is a phrase that you can use all along the ladder. Yeah. Just keep that with you. It's a very softening phrase. When yeah. you, because of course you've got to expect a little bit of disappointment, a little bit of, cause your failure is, is a missed expectation. It's yeah. reaching for something and you're missing a required action. That's it. So if you can keep saying, Oh, that's okay. I didn't get that one piece. I thought I had it, but that's okay. 
I think that that is a phrase that will help you get through the ladder. Yeah. One that I give up. One that I've just give up. Yeah. Yeah. One that I've just started adding is, um, that's where I am right now. I love it. And, or that's where we are right now. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> so I'm adding and adding, but just kind of that, like, it helps my brain not to, cause my brain always goes to, and this is how it will always be here and forevermore. And I can't handle this being my reality here and forevermore. And so when I come back to like, no, that's just how it is right now, just right now, we don't need to worry about where it will be later. We don't need to worry about where it is back. Like just right now, um, has been a good one for me to add. And then I think the, the, the climbing up to the top rung is exactly what Ryan was talking about. We don't, our brains don't work where they just like go from an old way of thinking to a new way of thinking. And then that old way never comes back. You're going to think that whenever you think the old thought that something has gone wrong. Like this morning when I was like, whoa, I haven't thought that thought in like a year. What the heck is going on? And, I, you know, it was kind of like something has gone wrong. This isn't supposed to happen. My brain isn't supposed to do this. And it's like, well, when you trigger something that your brain is like, no, no, this is the road we take when that, when we, when this happens, your brain's always going to go back to that. A lot of times it, it will, it will, that, that old road will dry up and you won't go and you won't go back to it very often, but there's still sometimes like, Oh, remember when we used to travel down that old road, your brain's like, remember that old road. And so you just kind of have to be like, Oh, I notice, you know, like then you'll just start the ladder over and usually you can move it really quickly. You've done the ladder enough, but letting it be okay that the old thoughts come in, letting it be okay that you have those old thoughts and then continue to work towards believing the new thought um, is really important to like stay up at that top rung of your new belief and actually begin then like Amy said, to be taking action out of it. When you, when you've really settled into your new belief, and you, you think the thought often and you believe the thought is true and it creates that feeling that you wanted to feel that will drive the actions that you need to take, the actions that, like Amy said, in the planning stage, um, you're just going to keep working on staying there, but letting it be okay when you slip back down the rung a little bit. Um, because it's really normal. Nothing has gone wrong. You just got to redirect your brain again. What do you guys think on that? Well, yeah, I think it's just nice to recognize sometimes. I mean, usually the belief that you're trying to change is something you have believed for a long time, yeah, a really long time. And now we're really working on believing something new in one month, which is amazing. But as soon as you get to that new belief, then you have to continue to practice that just like you used to practice your old belief. And mm. I think that the more that you do that, the less often that you go down that old road, but yeah, yeah sometimes it's just going to happen. And you're like, Oh, and you recognize it. And then it's easier to switch because you're like, Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> That's just a thought. And I know the thought that I like that creates this, that is a new belief, but just remembering how long you practice that old belief versus how long you've practiced the new belief and give yourself a little bit of leeway on that to be able to then make the change. Yeah. So I want to wrap up with two things. 
Um, one is just making it really practical on ideas that you guys have of how you incorporate this into kind of your daily lives. I know for me, um, doing thought downloads and understanding like my brain and what's going on and look and, and running those through our model to like understand what's happening. I do that pretty on the regular, but I have a harder time creating a practice of believing something new. So I'd love to hear ideas from you guys. The other thing is also then share ideas for coaches and parents on how they could use this, um, in helping their athletes believe something new as well. So one thing that I enjoy doing is if I have a piece of jewelry that I'm used to wearing on one hand and I'm working on a new belief, I put it on the other hand, or I find something that I don't normally wear and I wear it. It's a constant, like not irritant, but constant, like, Oh, what's that doing? Oh yeah. It's just a reminder, like an alarm on a phone, just a reminder of practicing because like Allie said, you are always, your brain is used to one way. So it's kind of like gathering toddlers. You're like, oh, oh, remember we're going this way. Oh, oh yeah. no, guys, remember we're going this way. And it's just a constant reminder. So for me, jewelry works really well. Yeah. To help I love that idea. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm definitely a reminder on my phone person. Mm-hmm. I like calendars and reminders anyway. So I'm always like, oh, am I forgetting something? And I'm like, oh, just my new belief. And then whiteboards. <laughs> Now, when you put your reminder, do you put the new belief you're working towards or the current rung on the, the current ladder rung that you're on? Um, that is a great question. I mostly like to put the current belief that I'm working on because I typically still know what rung I'm on. So yeah. I like to practice that new belief. And then if I'm getting resistance to it, that's when I bring in my ladder rung or yeah. whatever like don't remember that maybe you're not there yet. And this is what we might believe, but I do yeah. like to have like the actual full belief written on my whiteboards and written everywhere, because that's just like a reminder of like, that is the dream. Yeah. That's the dream. And to continue to practice, this is going to get me there. Yeah. One more thing with that. I always have a post-it note on my steering wheel with the next belief that I'm working on, whatever current belief I'm working on, it's on a post-it note on my steering wheel. So that's one of those places that's awesome. that people find are for me, constant reminder. Love it. Yeah. So the thing that I do is I always carry a three ring binder with me. It's a, you know, it's not a three ring binder. It's a spiral notebook. Yeah. And right at the top, I put the belief that I want to have either for that day or that week. And then I split the page in half with, um, with a line. And then on one half, I put feelings and the other half, I put thoughts. And as I go through the day, I write down the thoughts and feelings I'm having about that belief. And then at the end of the day, I go back in and I reconcile those thoughts and feelings and I eliminate the ones that I don't want. And I literally cross them out. And then I keep the ones that I do want. And that's the last thing that I look at before I go to bed. That's awesome. Okay. Let's finish up with ideas for coaches. So you're like, you're a coach, you're so ideas for coaches, ideas for parents. So you're a coach, you notice the, the limiting belief that your athlete has, you know, the belief that they want to work towards what are some quick in the moment things, obviously you're going to teach, you can teach them, or you can just send them to this podcast to, to teach them how to do this. But then in the moment, what are some things that you could do both as a parent and as a coach? Um, I like to ask, um, as a coach, I like to ask the athlete, 
if I already know what their belief is and what they're working towards, a lot of times you have to um, help them get to a new belief because they're like, yeah. what? It's possible for me to believe that. So you have to help them understand that they're working towards this new yep. belief. But um, I like to ask like, what do you believe about it right now? That's better than this negative thing. Like if mm. they think I can't make a flight series or on the beam. Okay. And it's like, okay, you don't think that you can do that. Do you think, what are some like real things that you believe about it right now that I can do really good ones when I open my shoulders or I can make it on the low beam um, all of the time, whatever it might be, but you just find some things that they can believe that they aren't resistant to and help them use that in practice and slowly try and build onto that until they actually believe that they can do it. I love that. I love that. I would work on not telling them what to believe. Yeah. Like, I love that Ali said, help them find what they truly are willing to believe. Help, I mean, giving them, inviting them and giving suggestions, beautiful. But athletes know that we like to sit and wait for the coach to tell us what to think and what to do. Mm. Athletes know what they are willing to do. They already know before they go, if they're going to go for it. I mean, half the time when you get boxed, they already knew they weren't really going to go for it before they went. So I love the idea that Ali said is make sure they are in their truth. Yeah. When they're make sure they are aware of what they actually believe that they are willing to do in that moment, which keeps it safe too. Yeah. Safe emotionally. And if they're clear with you right now, emotionally, I don't feel safe doing the skill. Then, you know, as a coach, you're not going to have to jump in and save them, which for me is always nice when I was coaching, not to wonder if they're actually going to go right. <laughs> yeah. The athlete too. I love that. I also love the idea of giving them permission to think and feel whatever they're feeling in their truth. Them. Exactly. And as a coach or a parent, make sure you hold space for your athletes or your kids, whatever it might be. Allow them time to express themselves. It may take 30 seconds. It may take two or three minutes for them to express their emotions to you, but allow that time and allow that space for them to do that. And a lot of that comes back down to the genuine love that you have for your athletes. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that you can do is I really like the word go. Um, and I'll tell you why. So you can ask your athlete, Hey, I want you to shoot uh, 10 shots. Ready? Go. Don't give them the, the time to second guess their abilities. Second guess what's going to happen. Just say go. And you didn't say make the shots. I just wanted, I just want you to shoot 10 times. Go. <laughs> Um, and then be fine with whatever the results might be. Yeah. It might be great. It might be complete flop. <laughs> That's yeah. okay too. One of the things that so many parents come to us with is, you know, my child won't ever open up. I, I, I want, I want you to coach them. I want you to work with them, but I just don't believe they're actually going to say anything. And honestly, the reality is that's what they've been trained in their coaching. You know, so much of their experience as an athlete has been like Amy said, just do what the coach says. Don't think for yourself. And that we've got to change that. We've got to create that space where they can be where they are so that they can move into the next thing. And they've got to be able to talk about it and normalize it. And that will all come from you as the coach. That will all be you leading them into that and making the space for it and making it okay. And so I think 
for me, my favorite one is just letting the, the, and that's where we, that's where you are today and that's okay. Or just, and that's okay. So like helping create that space by, by making it be okay, wherever they are. Um, we think that if we don't push them into the new thing, they'll never get there, but it, our brains just don't work that way. As long as they're thinking and feeling something negative and then they pile it on. So it's like, I can't make my flick flick and there's something wrong with me that I can't get over this. Then now you've got two things to go through. And so, so when we don't pile on the second, it gives them space to deal with the first. And honestly, one of the biggest things things that, that hinders them is their fear of you as the coach or you of the, as the parent, not necessarily fear that you're going to do something harmful to them, but they just want to please you. They want you to be proud of them. That's how we're wired as humans. We want the people in our lives to love us and be proud of us. And when they know a hundred percent that you love them and you're proud of them, and you're going to make space for them to just be where they are, that will be the fastest way of them actually moving into the new belief, not you trying to prod them and force them into it and um, telling them you've got this. I don't know what, you know, you've got this. Why don't you just do it? Like that usually shuts them down because then they're piling more negative self-talk on top of the already negative self-talk they have, and it shuts it all down. And so we just really want to open it up. You want to open it up to, to have the space for the new belief for yourself when you're trying to believe something new and for your athlete, when they're trying to believe something new. All right. This has been a great month working on new beliefs. We're going to continue on uh, with this next week. And we're going to talk about the power of words next week. And so can't wait to uh, talk to you guys then. Bye everybody. Bye. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.